You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. The following segment is a continuation of our conversation from last week's show. We jump right in where we left off. Please enjoy. You know, you 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 mentioned a syndrome or a disease or um, I'm going to say a challenge and imbalance in someone's body. And I just want you to tell a little bit more about it because I'm not real sure if the listeners out there know exactly what it is or what it contains. Um, but um, leaky gut, can you explain a little bit more about what the leaky gut syndrome is? Because I'm sure people are like, what's that? So just touch on that for us a little bit, please. Yeah, absolutely. So just a real short history. About 15 or so years ago, naturopaths and functionals and progressive doctors were talking about leaky gut. They were really beating the drums on this. Conventional medicine completely ignored it. Your uh, conventional doc, uh, your, 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 your general practitioner, did not believe in it, thought it was hocus-pocus. Okay? Now they're all on board with it. Now, major journals and publications are coming out and saying leaky gut is like the, the, the big health issue affecting, um, you know, world health now. So mm-hmm. what are we talking about? So when you're born, you have a certain amount of uh, bacteria that are given to you, um, you know, typically uh, through birth, and they reside um, primarily in your digestive tract. Uh, and what people typically don't realize is we are 10 to 1 outnumbered by bacteria to cells in our body. So we are literally bacteria buses, if you, if you sort of think about it like that. <laughs> and these bacteria perform an incredibly important task for us. So in your digestive system, well, let's just focus on that for a second. In your digestive system, they recognize nutrients that come into the body. They sometimes participate in the breakdown of these nutrients to make them more absorbable. And then they communicate back to our bodies and say, XYZ is out in the lumen of our, our digestive tract. We want this thing uh, open up the gates and, and allow this, uh, you know, wh- whatever it is, uh, amino acid, uh, fat, whatever, to come into the body. When this communication process is broken down, either by the massive amount of, of sugar that we take in, which increases candida, uh, which pushes out a lot of these good bacteria that are helping us out, or we ingest something, either a toxin or a pesticide or a GMO that either opens up uh, small pores in the digestive tract, allowing uh, non-selectively allowing things to pass into the body, which is a dangerous thing, uh, but also can promote um, growth of uh, deleterious or bad bacteria. And then we throw into the mix metals, too. Uh, And when metals and virus and bacteria and parasites end up getting together, they form biofilms. And mm-hmm. biofilm is sort of this shielded ball that sits right in between epithelial cells and opens those pores right up. When that kind of cascade takes place, then your digestive tract, which previously was breaking down nutrients for, absorb- for absorption and then selectively picking out uh, what it wants and keeping everything else out, it ends up doing pretty much a 180. 
and things that you never wanted in your body are now coming through and the good bacteria aren't uh, in a higher population to break down those things and you end up getting malnourished. So now mm. you end up getting perhaps obese, over-toxified, inflamed, people come down with IBS um, in more um, severe uh, instances, uh, people come down with celiac disease, they end up becoming sensitive to all kinds of foods that they weren't before. Uh, now they have to be on gluten-free diets. Uh, and I have a whole, uh, you know, other piece um, uh, information when it comes to gluten-free diets. Uh, and, you know, now so people it, are... So yeah. basically what happens is, is, just you guys out there listening, I'm just going to... So you say we have, I'm going to simplify this, say we have a window with a screen on it. Okay, and basically what happens is normally function gut, you know, everything is processed, the window is closed, everything is sliding along, along the digestive tract, uh, nutrients are being absorbed, um, toxins and other things are going throughout the digestive system and being excreted out in the appropriate manners. That's normal. But when we have leaky gut, what happens is the window slides open, that screen that used to be, um, not able to have anything slip through it. Now there's this gateway of all these little avenues that, that these toxins are now able to slip through and go into the body and get absorbed and cause us to have havoc with, you know, challenges such as obesity and irritable bowel syndrome and, you know, um, problems with our, our liver or uh, other digestive challenges um, and inflammatory processes, diseases that wasn't happening before when the window was closed. So, is that about right? <laughs> so that's a perfect analogy. As a matter of fact, I, I got to bring you on the road. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, you know, because it's like, I, I, you know, it's I, you hear a lot more talk about um, leaky gut syndrome, and you know, like you said, it causes gluten sensitivity and celiac disease and all these different things, which you know you did not hear about. I want to say when I became a nurse twenty six years ago, you did not hear about that no. kind. Of Stuff is prevalent. Granted, I was in a more, I was in a, um, uh, I was an emergency room nurse, so you know, it, it was a little different. But still, we would have people that would come through that were having an exacerbation of something that we would have to take care of that moment in time for them. And and now, they just those people have become so chronic in the um, healthcare system that they there's no emergent things. They just it's a disease that's being taken or managed by their healthcare professional, and a lot of times it's being managed by drugs, which are not actually beneficial to the restoring of the disease process caused by the chemicals that the body's ingesting. I want to ask you another uh, disease that I've heard a little bit more about. Um, as a matter of fact, I think I was watching a show, and they were talking, like within the last few days, and they were talking about this particular disease um, and we see a lot more of it now today, which is the fatty liver um, disease and metabolic syndromes regarding that. Can you just share a little bit of your words of wisdom or enlightenment with regards to um, why you believe that um, these diseases are becoming more typical versus atypical in our society? Yeah, absolutely. So fatty liver disease, believe it or not, uh, affects one in three people in the U.S., uh, the reason you don't hear a lot about it is because it's extremely underdiagnosed and doctors don't know how to treat it. They only know how to do liver transplants. <laughs> so 
Um, uh, have, right. So when we have fatty <laughs> liver, they have to wait until it progresses into fibrosis and cirrhosis. Right. And then you get on that liver transplant list, and now they can really uh, help you, help, quote, unquote. So one in three people have this issue. When we're talking about, say, type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetic, typically what's happening is that's food-induced. Okay? Right. And it's a breakdown of the functionality of the liver. And that's so that's a that's so, um, so let me back up for a second. When we end up having leaky gut, for instance, we have the toxins flowing into the body. The toxins really have just a couple of options. Um, one of the main options uh, is they get picked up by the immune system. The immune system quickly gets overrun and then they flow into the liver. So the liver gets overwhelmed at some point, too. And its sort of last-ditch defense is to create fat cells to store toxins. Those end up building up over time, and they break down uh, the functionality of the liver. Well, the liver happens to, amongst uh, other regulatory functions, regulate blood glucose, uh, blood glucose levels. So with those individuals who are T2, the inability to send a signal to the pancreas to secrete insulin or to break down insulin or, you know, do a various uh, myriad of other regulatory functions when it comes to that. That's all the regulatory uh, responsibility of the liver. So typically people who have type 2 really have fatty liver disease. That's the source of it. Okay. So that's, um, that's a big problem in the country. And when we talk about metabolic syndrome, it's sort of this cascade that we talked about before, leaky gut giving way to chronic inflammation, giving way to fatty liver disease, which gives way to type 2 diabetes. Now you have a lot more toxins flowing in the body. So now we're talking about uh, cholesterol issues and hypertension and adrenal fatigue because of the inflammation. All of those sort of bundle of problems, uh, and IBS obviously because of the leaky gut, that's what we're referring to uh, under the category of metabolic syndrome and it's okay. severe in this country. Yeah, I I can attest to that. I, I definitely um you see it. I mean, just it's it's just amazing to me the state of uh the way we look versus how the way we looked when I was growing up. And I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to have seen the changes. Right, you know? right. right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so now you know you also mentioned um and I think this is really more prevalent as well, um, and you've mentioned it quite a bit, which is the adrenal fatigue stuff. And, I mean, really, I can't ever remember um, up until, I want to say, maybe the last 10 years um, ever really hearing anything about adrenal fatigue. And then within the last 10 years, it's progressively been more on the forefront, and I've heard more about it. And I think it's you know, our society um, and the way we process stress, which comes to us from a variety of different ways, particularly environmental toxins, um, causes the body to, to go into a stressed state. Um, share just a little bit about your take on um, adrenal fatigue, and and then I just want to then I'm going to move into something just a little different. Okay, yeah, that sounds perfect. So the adrenal fatigue. Um, issue. So I think people understand you know, circadian rhythms. Um, so uh, cortisol uh, ends up uh, being secreted early in the morning in order to get you up, and then it levels off and is almost completely absent in the body in the afternoon. 
so that uh, melatonin and serotonin can uh, interact with each other at night uh, and put you to sleep. And that gives us the circadian rhythm. Okay, so that's the daytime-nighttime phenomenon. When we uh, are in an inflamed state, uh, the body doesn't like that because it's more or less an aging process, believe it or not. Um, it's good for the localized area that's under attack, but doesn't like to be there all the time. So it will send a message to your adrenal glands, uh, uh, adrenal glands to start secreting cortisol. Cortisol mm-hmm. tamps down inflammation. The problem is it doesn't stop uh, telling cortisol to be secreted, so it interrupts your sleep, and that negatively impacts uh, our ability to filter stress uh, because that ends up draining a lot of the precursors and cofactors required uh, in sort of stress uh, modulation uh, in the body. And so we end up with, so as you said, the toxins are coming into the body, creating inflammatory state. Cortisol is being secreted as sort of the, you know, the the battle guard to keep it uh, sort of tamped down. Uh, And that whole process drains the adrenal glands. And it's uh, basically a direct result of uh, too much toxins in the body to, to try to fight. Okay, so thank you for sharing. Um, So now you guys have some really good information about, you know, inflammation and um, and how inflammation occurs in our body and environmental toxins and, you know, the need for us to really be mindful of what we put into our body with regards to uh, looking at labels and our sugar intake and um, not always believing the hype that just because you buy something organic uh, does not mean that it's not um, does not contain toxins. And, you know, Brendan also shared with us, you know, the information about metabolic syndrome and the incidences of cancer and um, adrenal fatigue and leaky gut syndrome. But what I want to move into now is now that we know that our body contains these chemicals, these toxins, some of us a lot more than others, some of us the toxins and chemicals have not begun to react with our body within our body in a negative way. Now that we know we have this, how can we assist our body or how does our body get rid of these chemicals? Is there something that we can do? Um, is there something that we should go to our physician to to have them help us with? Um, can you share your words of enlightenment with regards to now that we know we're full of toxins, um, how do we get rid of them? Yeah, sure. So, this is basically the reason why um, we started Liver Medic, um, and we work with a lot of physicians on this topic too, but it is definitely a combination of diet uh, and supplementation. So um, we have to end up getting away from a sugar-intense diet and a carb-intense diet back to a protein, fiber, fat-rich diet. And we're talking about healthy fats. You know, that would be your olive oil, uh, butter from a clean source, uh, coconut oil, red palm oil, um, avocado oil, those types of uh, fats, very uh, important. Um, when we're talking about eating properly, we're looking at superfoods. Uh, there are a lot of herbs out there that are very good at cleansing uh, the body and cleansing the liver in particular. And we all know about milk thistle. That's certainly uh, in the wheelhouse. But things that you can incorporate just into your diet, into the food that you eat, Parsley and cilantro, very good uh, at clearing out toxins within the body. Okay, so those are some nice, important herbs to throw in there. Um, what we focus on uh, at Liver Medic is um, 
we have a couple of uh, uh, products that have sort of the right combination of uh, antioxidants for the liver and things to clean out the digestive tract. So individuals should be aware that most people have candida overgrowth. That's something that they sort of have to arrest. Um, that's, you know, a combination of things like oregano oil and caprylic acid, uh, grapefruit seed uh, extract. Those are the types of things that can uh, work well uh, in getting rid of those. Got to go after biofilm, which means you also need um, a very uh, an enhanced natural uh, enzyme in order to break biofilm. They have those are typically double bonds. Your body cannot break those on its own. So things like serapeptase or monolaurin are typically used. Um, when we're talking about cleansing the body and the liver, um, we're talking about milk thistle. Uh, N-acetylcholine or NAC, SAMe, uh, MSM. Those are a lot of them are very heavy in sulfur and methionine and cysteine. Those things are important in kickstarting what we refer to as phase two conjugation or the detox phase in the liver, and that's what's sort of stalled out with a lot of people. So uh, that's those are very important things that people can incorporate into their diet and their regimen. Hello? Hello? You, you, hello? Can you yeah. hear me now? Are you there? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but uh, technology. Um, yeah. But like I was saying, you shared some really, really good stuff, you know, information with regards to things people can begin doing after they listen to us conversate today, that they can begin doing to help them with the natural process of helping their body to cleanse and, you know, get rid of some of the stuff. And, of course, they can always, um, I'm sure, get in contact with you and find out more about um, liver medic. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I want you to share some more information about that as well. But now that you've given us some, you know, guidance with regard some um, knowledge behind, you know, what's causing us to have these increases in diseases in here in the U.S. and, you know, the different types of the diseases and the chemicals that are involved um, with it and in some natural ways that we can help our body to cleanse itself. What um, What would you say that now that we have this information, and I know more information comes out, you know, basically each and every day with regards to different things um, on a natural tip. Your focus is primarily on the liver. What would you say to someone listening out there today that has listened to what we talked about and maybe thinking that they may have an issue with leaky gut syndrome or they've noticed that they've been extremely tired and, you know, looked up online and, you know, looks like they might be having some signs and symptoms of adrenal fatigue or, you know, they just want to be checked out for fatty liver um, disease because they've been told they're pre-diabetic. What would you say to that person right now um, to just, what what would you say? Uh, like for advice? Um or just you know I, you what's know, in your heart right now, and you you know you just you know someone is coming to your or they're listening and they say they called in or they're with us in person telepathically or whatever, and you're looking at them and they're saying, "Well, what do you think I should do, or what would you say sure. to me yeah, sure, so there's a couple of very easy things that I think people can do you know more or less right away. 
So one of them, and it sounds uh, somewhat silly, when you first wake up in the morning, uh, have a tall glass of water with a little bit of lemon in it. Okay, so that rehydrates you, which is super important. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't take in anywhere near the amount of water that we that we need to. The phytonutrients within the lemon initiates a response in the liver to drop the bile that was uh, that contains all those toxins into the gallbladder uh, and into the small intestine that feed the good bacteria. So you're doing a lot of different things just with a little bit of uh, lemon water in the morning. Okay, so that mm. that piece of it. it is done. Um, the other thing people ought to be doing is they ought to be shortening their window for eating. So I've shortened my window for eating uh, to about eight hours, and sometimes I can get it down to six. And you can literally train your body to do this. And if you are on a ketogenic diet, and people ought to be looking up ketogenic diets, uh, and a good diet to take a look at is the FODMAPS diet. So that's F-O-D-M-A-P-S, and that was created by... A uh, group of researchers uh, at Stanford University, and what that will do is it'll get your body away from the sugar carb, uh, you know, burning energy, uh, and back to a, a fat protein, more stable way of uh, uh, producing energy. So you're not going to be riding the wave, the roller coaster during the day anymore. So what we need to do is we, when we're talking about tightening that window. We are um, allowing the uh, skin in the digestive tract to repair itself. So if you get a cut on your skin uh, and you're constantly bumping it up against uh, things, it's not going to heal properly. Same thing in your gut. So tighten that window, allow your gut to heal. The other thing I would say is uh, I would test for uh, pre-diabetic or uh, diabetes, just your fasting blood glucose um, uh, sugar levels, early in the morning, and that will give you a pretty good indication of where you stand. You don't necessarily have to go into a doctor's office and get an elevated liver enzyme test. You know, this can be really easy. Uh, and uh, so if you are pre-diabetic or have type 2 diabetes, that, that um, those levels are above 100 or so, uh, then you probably need to start focusing on liver health uh, and uh, a lot more uh, focused on your diet. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Oh, my gosh. I really, um, some of the things you said really resonated with me with regards particularly the tall glass of water in the morning with lemon. I've been doing that for years and years and sh shared that. And, you know, once you get in the habit of doing it, it just becomes natural, like um, brushing your teeth. But yeah, can you, and you? Yeah, I'm sorry. You, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Brendan. You, you were going to. Oh, share I was going to say when when you when you get like a step beyond that, you can start adding things like uh, like neem oil. Neem oil is uh, incredibly oh. uh, beneficial. Um, yeah. Oregano oil, obviously, you can drop a little bit of oregano oil there too, sort of keep uh, at bay the candida in your digestive tract, but. Neem oil uh, is incredibly, uh, I mean, if you were to look it up on uh, Google or uh, on the Internet, you'd end up finding all these different, you know, statements that they make about uh, neem oil. ends up uh, being very uh, anti-parasitical, anti-viral. Um, and again, I, I have no stake in the game. I don't sell neem oil. I buy it myself. It uh, keeps me very healthy. Yeah, I'm a, a neem oil advocate, Um it's you know another another tool that utilize and I've utilized it myself um, with regards to uh, you know I had a, a toothache that um, kind of had an 
abscess and I was away speaking at a conference, so I couldn't quite get to the dentist. And I had some neem oil and rubbed it on there. And once I got back, I went, was able to make it to the dentist and the infection had, um, you know, basically was nil. Of course, I had to get antibiotics and I ended up having to have a root canal in the teeth, tooth because it was going bad anyways. But the neem sure. oil really did help. It's a, you know, has natural antibacterial properties. Of course, I always say check with your healthcare provider first. Of course, um, of course. Right. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, because I'm a um, Ayurvedic nurse practitioner, um, all those essential oils that oregano and, um, you know, a grape grapefruit seed oil and all of that stuff, the coconut, the, you know, it's also good for your body. You mentioned something yeah. early, early in the show, and I and it, it just popped in my head that I think again I'm going to mention the people just since we're talking about all these natural things that we can do to to help us curtail some of these, uh, you know diseases that are increasing in our society. You mentioned early in the show, um, you mentioned early in the show about what we put on our bodies and we need to pay more attention to what we put on our bodies. Oh, and God, what's yeah. Fun, yeah, you know, people go buy Jergens lotions or Neutrogena or, you know, <laughs> wet bed bath and body because I did it, you know, too, and, you know, want to smell all nice and good and thinking they're hydrating their body and their skin. And that may be true. However, when you take a look at the chemicals that are in those products, you realize you're taking in more toxins than anything. Switch over to something natural, coconut oil or sesame oil or sunflower oil. A little bit goes a long way in keeping your skin moisturized. It's natural, and you can buy it organic as well. So um, that just popped in my head when we're talking about the oils. And I'm like, I wonder if people really picked up on that. What you put on your body is absorbed into your body. It goes into your circulatory system, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, right? So anyway. Yeah, that's you got to be processed in your liver, so you're absolutely right. Yeah, right. You're taxing everything to the max. Okay, so mm-hmm. now tell us more about Liver Medic, and if someone out there is interested in learning how they can get in contact with you or have a, you know, have you help them out with regards to what you do at Liver Medic, can you please enlighten us? Oh, sure. Yeah. So they can uh, visit the website livermedic.com. We have. Uh, you know, just a ton of articles that are obviously health-related on these topics that we've discussed and other things. Um, one of the things that we didn't touch on is the MTHFR gene mutation, which is not uh, readily out there for most of the, the folks. Even when I go to conferences and I talk to physicians <laughs> about this, only a quarter of them even heard the damn thing. Uh, right. And it's very what? important. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, those articles are available uh, on the website. Um, they can also call in. I give free consultations to uh, individuals. And, you know, a lot of what I talk about, um, yes, it's true, we sell supplements, of course. But r- what's really important for me is that people uh, eat healthy uh, or clean themselves internally because there is, I believe, a um, consciousness change taking place in the world. And you can't receive um, the information, you know, on a metabolic level or a molecular level unless you are sort of free of a lot of these uh, toxins. So it's really important for me to teach people how to eat, things to avoid, um, reading labels. Um, you know, we talk about the dirty dozen in terms of endocrine-disrupting chemicals that we absolutely have to avoid. 
Uh, and there's other tips. Uh, there's the recipes online and so forth. So, you know, you can call, you can go to the website, you can learn uh, about a lot of these things. Uh, and I think that there, this is a, uh, it's, we're talking about a, a period in time that is completely, totally unique. And it's a wonderful time to be on this earth. But there is a, there, we're, we're walking into extremes. Uh, and people are going to be either really healthy or they're going to be really unhealthy. And you don't right. want to be on the really unhealthy side. So educate yourself is really important. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brendan, for being a guest on Blissful Living. I loved um, all of the stuff that you shared with us, and there's so much um, information in there, words of wisdom and education to help our listeners really um, be able to take a more proactive role or taking that step forward to have a more proactive role with regards to, you know, their health and well-being and what's going on with their their body. You know, I always tell people um, your wellness, your physical health, your health and well-being, whether it's physical mental, spiritual, all of the above, your wellness is your greatest asset. So why not be proactive in taking care of your greatest asset? It's not that Maserati you drive. It's not that, you know, 7,000 square foot mansion you may live in. It's not all the money you have in the bank. It's your physical well-being. Um, because once you lose that, it's very, very difficult to get that back. And so um, anytime we can have some wonderful guests like you on the show to enlighten us, it does decrease our stress levels and helps people to feel a little bit more comfortable and confident about um, taking a certain role in managing their health and well-being. So thank you, thank you, thank you very, very much. I highly um, enjoyed our conversation today. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate what you're doing, and it's just been a joy talking with you and your listeners. Thank you. And to all of you out there listening, um, that's the show for today. I want to again thank Brendan Cochran for coming on. Um, He gave us some wonderful words of wisdom and knowledge um, and hopefully you guys took a lot of notes and it may not be able something may not be something you need, but it might be something someone you know needs or some information and you can direct them to Brendan. Um, definitely go to livermedic.com and check things out because there's a lot of information on that site. Um, just want to say hope to see or hear or have all of you stay tuned or connect with us for the next show. This is Rochelle Marie Lawson, the Queen of Feeling Fabulous. And I am wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. And goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.